Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to Road Bike Action Radio, and we're going to be talking four days to fitness training camp. We've got Neil Shirley, Charity Chia, and Andrew Wilson joining us. Welcome to the show. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. I was going to say the excitement is overwhelming. <laughs> so, <laughs> four days to fitness. We we had a little introduction about this with Neil, but I really wanted to check in with Neil and some people that had actually done the camp. And um, what is it about doing an early season training camp that's so appealing? Charity, let's start with you. Well, first, it allows me to see how my base training has went prior to the start of the racing season. Am I in the form I want to be in, or do I have still a lot of work to do? Andrew, how about you? Yeah, same thing Charity said, just kind of seeing how you are, especially with putting the longer rides together. A lot of us are getting ready for some stage races coming up, so seeing if you can put those long rides back-to-back is a good tell of where you're going to be for the early season. And what time, when do your first races start, Andrew? Uh, I'll be racing next weekend up in Santa Barbara. Oh, you will. Charity, how about you? Uh, possibly this coming weekend. Um, otherwise, it'll probably be this, in February. And Neil, what about you? Um, well, I, I won't be doing any racing anytime soon, but... Uh, George, I, I think, you know, kind of basically your, your, with your first question, you know, what, what was it about doing the, the camp? And, you know, that goes back to when I was, you know, racing professionally and every, you know, every pro team and even elite team has a training camp and it's just an opportunity for everyone to get together and have some social rides. But you, it's when you get in some really big days on the bike consistently, you know, back to back to back. And that's where a lot of fitness can, you know, you can develop a lot of fitness in a very short time. So I just wanted to, you know, to get that, um, get that blueprint out there and for anyone that wanted to come up and, and experience it. So camp really grew this year. You had a lot of people. Was it larger than you expected? It, it was. Last year we had uh, what I felt was a solid turnout with anywhere from 50 to 75 people a day. 
Um, but then this year, I don't think we had a day less than 100 people, and we had you know a couple of days that were 125 plus riders. So I was uh, I, I was happy um, on one hand, but also um, I could see how you know maybe next year if I need to figure something out, it could start getting out of hand pretty easily. Andrew, was this your first camp with uh, Neil? It was. I did. Um, I did two days of it last year, but I was kind of coming into it not fully prepared and was definitely more prepared for it this year. So I was able to do all four four this year. Charity, how about you? Uh, I have participated in the camp previously, but this was the first time I completed all four days in their full length. Now, question for each of you. Charity, let's start with you. Um, Did you feel you had to train? It, It sounds from Neil's description like this is a pretty rugged camp. And you need to come into it in shape. It's not something you go to to get in shape. Is that correct? Well, I can see coming from both angles. I can see you're coming in maybe out of shape to, you know, get yourself into shape to see exactly um, kind of where you are at on your fitness uh, level. But I could also see coming in a little prepared because they are four days of solid long miles. And you can wear yourself out pretty quickly if you don't have some sort of preparedness going into it. Andrew, did you feel you were prepared? Definitely this year. And that's something I learned last year coming into it. Um, Especially putting those days together, you have to come in with at least some base and some base training coming into it. Otherwise, it's going to be a long four days, as many people found out. Now, what I'd like to do, Neil, could you kind of recap each day, tell us what the route was, the mileage, climbing? I think you had some different options per day. And then I'd love to have Charity and Andrew chip in on on their feelings for each of those days. So, Neil, if you could start off with uh, day one. Yeah, so so day one was... Uh, it, it, um, was it landed on a Thursday. It was Thursday through Sunday. Um, so the first day was a 75 mile rock, uh, loop. Um, and we, we kind of had, um, it, it was all based in Santa Clarita, California. And when, when you head east, we, we really get some secluded country roads where there's very little traffic. So I tried to keep all the rides going most, all, all but one of them going, going east, um, just to avoid, angry drivers and so the first day was 75 miles and i believe it was somewhere in the 6,000 foot climbing range um and you know a lot of the climbs weren't that steep they're just long um and run out so that that really allows the groups to even though the groups broke up we had a few groups on the road um the climbs weren't so difficult that you know, drafting was still important um, and, and helped out. So it, it really encouraged groups to stay together and everyone kind of had their, you know, their own, um, their own rolling, uh, rolling enclosure out there. Charity, how did you feel day one? Well, day one, you have to be careful. You're going to feel good, the excitement, uh, the four days of fitness, um, but you have to learn to pace yourself. Um, if you go too hard that first day, you're going to burn out before you get to day four. So you have to learn to manage um, the pace and the group that you're with. Um, and as Neil said, form, groups formed along the road, and it was really nice to be able to be in a group and maintain a good um, pace. 
Andrew, was there any feeling like, oh my gosh, what did I get into? Or was it, hey, <laughs> this is going to be a good week? Well, the first two days were probably the worst for me. <laughs> okay. That's, but, that's uh, a good thing, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was really good. But uh, especially that first day, there were a few guys coming out only for that day that were pushing the pace a little bit. Um, so I had Neil over my shoulder the whole time saying, hey, back it off. This is only day one. Um, some good, uh, good knowledge right there, definitely. Neil, tell us about day two. Well, day two is my personal favorite, and that's that ride. Uh, we go up, uh, we do, we kind of go south a little bit on the ride, and we do Little Tahunga Canyon, which is just a, a really beautiful uh, mountain road. And uh, so it, we start out with like a three mile, a three mile climb, a nice twisty descent, another mile and a half climb, and then a long descent down um, where we regroup and. Towards the finale of the ride, we went up a road called May Canyon, and it's it's closed to cars, and, and really very few cyclists ride it because it's well, one they they don't re- you know not that many people know about it, even locals, and it's it's there's a little bit of dirt on it. It's about the width of a bike path, and it is to me it's the most spectacular climb in in the valley that we have, and it, it's about a two thousand foot elevation gain averages maybe about seven percent it's it's really steep at the bottom um but it 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 keeps you it it really for one it keeps you out of traffic which that's always a bonus but you really have to pay attention because it's just not a straightforward climb it's narrow the dirt um, makes you have to think about your handling skills but it's not it's also not overly technical and uh so we at the top, we had, I think we had probably about 60 riders that did the full ride that day. And that was, that, that made me really happy to see so many people kind of be outside of their comfort zone. And it, it wasn't that long of a day. I, I think it was in the 65 mile range. Um, but the, the difficulty in climbing that day, uh, made it one of the more, you know, one of the more challenging days. Charity, how did you feel on day two? And what especially did you think of that climb? That sounds amazing. Well, I would definitely say day two is a queen stage. Um, I would have to agree with Neil. It definitely puts riders out of their comfort zone going up May Canyon. But if you can bear down and get through the pain on going up some of the steep descents, handling the gravel sections, you can actually enjoy the most beautiful view of the valley that you would ever see. And it was a gorgeous day. Weather couldn't have been better. Um, but you definitely, um, had a day in for you to, for, um, to anticipate that last climb. Cause I've only done it twice. So it definitely was anticipated, um, a really long and brutal climb, but to get to the top and make it is all worth it. Now, Andrew, you said the first day, first two days were pretty difficult. How did you feel on that climb? Well, I kind of had an opportunity to put in a good effort on that from my coach, um, didn't feel so great on that one and kind of went into the red, but it was still good. I mean, I've never had that many guys actually racing up it. And like I said before, there were some guys on each day that came out to race. And uh, it was just awesome having that many people out. And to really have like a group going up the road racing, I've never seen that before. And it's an awesome climb. Now, Neil, do you keep the days similar from year to year? 
uh, people who are listening that would be interested in doing this next year, would this be a preview of, of the, uh, well, I guess it would be 2016, 2017 camp. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe, uh, three out of the four days, uh, this last four days to fitness were the same. The Saturday ride, uh, changed because one of the, one of the roads that we used before kind of washed out. So I just took the opportunity to completely change the route. And, and for Saturday's ride, it ended up being the longest day of, of camp. It was just, just shy of a hundred miles. And it, it was, it was a day that we went all the way out to Palmdale and, and did some roads that we, we don't often do. So it was some fresh roads we had. It was one of our biggest, biggest turnouts. Uh, so we had, we had a huge group out there and, and I, that was that day was nice because the pace um, stayed a little lower key and it was really just about endurance miles that day. You know, on some of the climbs things got chippy, but that's that's how it is when there's a hundred hundred plus riders out there. <laughs> you know, I do my best to kind of control it and keep things in check, but you also have to let the guys play too. Now, my only familiarity with riding in Santa Clarita is from racing the Furnace Creek 508 when it used to start there and San Francisco Canyon and Palmdale. Now, that's some beautiful riding, but it's also really windy out there and normally pretty hot when I've been out there in October. What were the conditions like, Charity? Well, actually, this year, you couldn't have asked for better riding conditions. Um, it started off a little cool in the morning, but as you were climbing through some of the roads out towards Palmdale, it got warm. Um, the winds really weren't too bad of a factor this year it, um, compared to um, days where we've had extremely high winds compared to last year where it was freezing. Everybody was complaining of how cold it was. This year, you could have asked for better riding weather. Sun was out, and with the large groups, it wasn't hard to um, use the draft to be able to um, stay with the group. Now, Andrew, it sounds like this was your first really good day out at camp. How did you feel? And please uh, don't say, I felt de- good. Definitely better. It was, a, it was a survival day coming into it, and I think everybody knew that, which is why the pace was nice and calm for the most part. Um, just getting through it was kind of the main thing in the last day. Now, Neil, uh, three days of pretty hard riding. What did you have in store for everyone on day four? Because that was the day they were supposed to find their fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, mine didn't, didn't come around that day. So I, I, I don't know. I'll have to, have to work on that for next year, but, um, you know, I, I tried not to, I tried not to ruin everyone on the, on the fourth day. Uh, cause I want, I want everyone to get, you don't want to smash people and have them get sick out of it. You know, just, just enough stimulus that there's a training adaptation to it and everyone comes out of it stronger. So the last day was a, was a 75 mile loop. Uh, once again, kind of went out east through a little town of Lake Hughes where we, where we reconnected. Um, the, the last couple of days we were fortunate to have uh Mavic out there with, um, wheel support, driving their neutral vehicles. So that was a, that was a huge bonus for us for helping keep riders together. You know, anyone that flatted, uh, could, you know, could just grab a wheel. They had bars and water in the car. So that was, that was a huge bonus that, that made it, 
that made it really pro level. Um, so then that day, it, everyone, I would say everyone was feeling it. Um, there, there were a few new faces the last day that hadn't done any of the other days and, and they were, they gave it a good go towards the end, but overall everyone was really content just, just to ride steady throughout the day. And, uh, and then once, you know, some of the guys that kind of wanted to race up the last climb, we all regrouped again in, in the town of Lake Castaic. And then we rode maybe about a group of 80 of us all the way back to the finish. And, and that was important. I figured, you know, we started together, we should finish this together. And it was, it was really a lot of camaraderie and it. It was, it was a nice moment to, to finish with. And Charity, I love multi-day rides. When you get to the end of this camp, did you feel like, gosh, I wish there were a couple more to go or were you pretty worked and ready for it to be over? I would have to admit my tank was empty. That final day uh, pretty well done me in. I'd been in the red zone on day three, pushed myself a little too hard, um, and I felt it on day four. I was just elated to be able to ride into that parking lot at the end and know that I made it through all four days. Same question to you, Andrew. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone was everyone was dead at that point, but uh, it was survival towards the end. A few of us gave it a go, and fortunately I was feeling good, but... I mean, if I didn't have work, I would definitely go for a few more days. <laughs> and how do you feel it uh, ramped up your training to be ready for the upcoming race you have? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's a it's a huge way. It's a great way to get base miles in. I mean, a lot of it is going to be an endurance pace, but you're also getting those little accelerations just being with the group for that long. And just getting that in is, is huge for upcoming races, getting that extra little fitness in. Now, Charity, were there a number of other women out there? There were a few um, women that did join on various days. Um, Joy McCullough from KHS was out on several of the days, which was wonderful to see. We had a, a few other ladies that joined us on various days, um, varying levels. So it was it was great to see the women come out and enjoy the rides as well. And Neil, can you tell us, is this going to happen 2016-2017? Yeah, I think, I think it's a really, um, it, it's been a very popular event. I, I really enjoy putting it on. And I I see the I see the benefits in the local the local cycling community. Santa Clarita cycling community continues to grow, and uh, that's that's something that's really important to me. And um, you know, I feel that we have a real opportunity, and it's it's seeing the riders that came out, the, you know, for this four days to fitness. There, there were a lot of guys coming in from driving in an hour from downtown LA or all the way out from, you know, the, the coastal cities. So there's, there's a large draw. Um, it's getting a lot of momentum and I think we're going to, we're going to continue that. I was going to say, it sounds like it would be worth a flight from Boulder to come out there at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely George. We'd love to have you. And Charity, Andrew, if you've got the time next winter, are you going to be able to uh, do this again? I definitely will do it again. I I can see where there are still some areas of improvement for myself. And Neil puts on a great event, and I would definitely be back. Andrew? Exactly what Charity said. All right. I'll be well, there. 
Don't think we can wrap it up any better way. Want to thank Charity Chia, Andrew Wilson, and Neil Shirley for joining us. Road Bike Action Radio, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.